Welcome to Compliance Beat, the podcast for compliance and ethics professionals. We provide practical insights and answer your questions about compliance and ethics. Together, we'll stay up to date on current trends so that your program stays effective. Brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Here's your host, Eric Moorhead. Hello. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about hot topics in compliance and ethics in Europe and overseas. The reason I'm excited about this is I have been asked to speak at the SCCE Compliance and Ethics Institute in Prague, and I'm actually getting ready to get on the plane here in a few hours. And by the time you listen to this week of April the 2nd or 3rd, it'll be ongoing. I think it's the 2nd through the 5th in Prague. And in preparation, I've done some research and I've been looking at some trends, particularly in Europe, and I wanted to share some thoughts on what might be going on there, some, some broader trends that are ongoing, sort of as a corollary to the, the podcast we did at the beginning of the year, looking at trends just generally. But first, I'm really excited about our next webinar that we're going to be putting on April 19th. It's called, Are You Covering Your Risks? Training Your Board of Directors. I know from working with compliance officers across the country that making sure you're effectively training your board on compliance and ethics takes time and energy when you already have a full-time day job. You often need uh, more time than what you're given to talk to them about salient, important compliance and ethics issues. Also, I know that uh, you often need more time than what you're given to train the board. You have to try to work it into an already packed meeting. So in this webinar, I'm, I'm going to go through some tips and some things that I've learned over the years for training your board of directors, particularly training your board of directors on compliance and ethics responsibilities, specific risk topics, and other information that they must have so that you can have that element of your program well in hand. We also make it really easy for you to sign up. We already have filled up a good portion of the seats three weeks out now from the webinar. Again, it's going to be April 19th. You can register on our website or simply on your cell phone, text the word directors, directors with an S, to 44222. That's directors to 44222. So in thinking about what's going on in Europe right now, One thing that jumps out at me when I'm looking at the agenda and when I'm kind of reviewing some of the uh, uh, information that you can find out there about ongoing issues, one thing in particular that comes up is both in France and Spain and other European nations, there's been a concerted effort forward on recognizing the importance of compliance programs by the regulatory authorities. What this uh, perhaps could mean or what what jumps out at me is if you look in the context of anti-corruption over the last few years, I think it's fair to say that when you look at the UK Bribery Act, the Brazilian Clean Companies Act, and other international efforts to curb anti-corruption, they've kind of leapfrogged the uh, FCPA, which had been for a long time the maybe the, the lone voice in the woods with regards to anti-corruption, and certainly the preeminent vehicle by which anti-corruption has been prosecuted and still is prosecuted in, in the world. But if you look at the actual coverage and the expanse of the UK Bribery Act, for example, in comparison to FCPA, it's of a different generation. And what's interesting to me and what I want to find out more about and what perhaps is a trend is the application and importance of compliance in reviewing misconduct in some of these European jurisdictions. Is it possible that Europe could now take the lead or take part of the lead 
away from the United States with regards to the importance of compliance in reviewing the effectiveness of a company's response to misconduct issues. I think it's too soon to say that our friends in Europe are moving forward and beyond what has gone on and the leadership that the regulators in the United States have shown over the last couple of decades. But it is worth looking into. And certainly I think it's fair to say, if nothing else, the European jurisdictions are catching up. The second thing that I have noticed, again, looking at the agenda and what what's being proposed for this week in Prague by SCCE, and also looking at commentary that's out there when you do a little bit of research on compliance and ethics in Europe, is you will find that there's a lot of similarities, a lot of things that we've been talking about and that we're still talking about and that we're very interested in, things like focusing on culture, focusing on measuring employees through surveys and trying to find out perceptions around issues like retaliation and observed misconduct. These are topics that would be at home on any agenda in North America. And I think that's the other thing that's interesting to me. Um, Because when I started a few years ago, and and for those of you who have been in the compliance field for a while, I think you know, the knock on Europe was that they were far, far behind in many of these areas compared to the United States. And if you look at what's going on now, if you look at not only the regulators, as I was talking about a couple minutes ago, but if you look at what compliance officers and those responsible for compliance are talking about, what they're interested in, it's data, it's culture. It's focusing on involving the entire enterprise, reaching remote workers. These are the topics that are top of our agenda and that we're talking about in the United States. So the other thing that comes through loud and clear to me is that this sort of perceived notion that Europe is behind or somehow not covering the same topics and has the same interest in compliance and ethics programs as we do in the United States that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. So that's the second big takeaway that that I see in preparing for going over to Prague is that I expect that, except for the fact that the surroundings outside the hotel are going to be very different than you know when we were in Washington, D.C. at SCCE just a few weeks ago, and perhaps uh, some of the languages, languages that we'll hear in, in the hallways and throughout our time there is going to be different, the topics are really very familiar. And the concerns and the application of resources is very similar. And that's, I think, a good thing, particularly if, as I mentioned in the first topic, if the um, European regulators and those in the profession in Europe are going to take more of a leadership role. So I think the good news is, is that we seem to be on the same page on a lot of things that perhaps we weren't a few years ago. Now, as much as we see a coming together of many of the topics that we are familiar with and the coverage of those topics by our friends in Europe, as much as things seem to be the same, they continue to be different in many ways as well. The other thing that you will note if you spend a little bit of time kind of looking into recent developments in compliance, or if you are a compliance officer who is responsible for a program in Europe, you're well aware of the differences that have existed for a long time, particularly around issues like data privacy. And those, those differences are going to continue to be of prominent importance for compliance practitioners in the future, particularly around data security, for example. The GDPR, which when I first saw the anagram, it took me back to 
my childhood in the 80s, it sounds like it's the acronym for the East German state, but no, it's not. The GDPR is the General Data Protection Regulation, which has been proposed by the European Commission and will be coming into effect in the spring of 2018. So we are in the last year for organizations that are going to be collecting or holding data that includes European citizen data to come into compliance with the GDPR. And this is going to be very important, I think, for organizations that already know they have some exposure here to keep up with. But also, I think it's worthwhile for organizations that aren't sure whether they are collecting or holding data from the European Union. Union. It's a perfect opportunity for you to investigate while you still have time to make sure that you are handling any data that you do have in the proper manner. For those of you that don't keep up with this on a frequent basis because you don't presume to have day-to-day responsibilities for this data, the safe harbor provisions that had been in effect for many years are no longer going to suffice. Organizations are going to have to make sure that they're protecting and using and storing and holding this information properly And we probably will do an entire podcast or several on this topic alone as we get into the summer. But suffice to say that that, you know, if there are three three things that I've seen when I've been looking through the information here in the last few days is one, more of a confluence on many topics. Two, I think a burgeoning leadership role for the European regulators. And third, there are very significant and very, very, important risks where the regulatory regime and how these risks are to be handled is very different from the way we handle it in the United States. Data security privacy being the key one here that we all need to be aware of and make sure that we have made provision for those differences. So I'm going to be very interested to see uh, while I'm over there, and I'll be over there when you're listening to this the first week in April, when I come back, I'm, I'm going to report on the second part of this two-part podcast about sort of what I saw and maybe tie the end on all three of those initial observations about how our comrades, maybe that's not the right word, but how our, our colleagues in Europe are addressing many of the same issues we are and what the path forward seems to be for the profession and for the regulators there in Europe. I'm very excited about it, and I look forward to reporting back to you here in about a week. And once again, if you are interested in training your board of directors, and everybody should be on their specific compliance responsibilities, but also on the compliance and ethics program generally, we're going to be having a live webinar on April 19th at noon central time. And if you would like to participate, it's completely free and we'd love for you to participate. All you have to do is text the word directors, directors with an S, to 44222 on your cell phone and we will get you signed up as painlessly as possible. Also, by the way, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the podcast. Please do rate us. And if you have any suggestions, if there are things that I haven't talked about yet, I've talked about a lot of things over the last six months, but uh, if there's a topic of particular interest for you or for someone you know, (laughs) if you have a special request, we do take requests. So please do contact us at compliancebeat.com and we'd be happy to hear those suggestions as well. Until next week, thank you very much. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to Compliance Beat. Check out our website, compliancebeat.com. This podcast is brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Be sure to check us out at moorheadconsulting.com.